This podcast is sponsored by Midwest Loan Services, a leading provider of mortgage loan subservicing. Mortgage subservicing is a highly demanding and regulated discipline that requires precise expertise to handle thousands of complex tasks. That's why lenders nationwide trust Midwest Loan Services to simplify loan servicing, reduce their costs, and mitigate their compliance risk. Learn more at MidwestLoanServices.com. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas. Growing up on a ranch in South Dakota instilled a strong work ethic in Jean Peterson, board member at Aberdeen Federal Credit Union. She's still working hard today, whether it's at her day job as a financial controller for an agricultural cooperative, as vice chair of CUNA's Volunteer Leadership Committee, or on the Aberdeen Federal Board. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor for Credit Union Magazine and CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, Peterson describes her biggest challenge as a board member, her efforts in creating an associate board member program, and her work with the CUNA Volunteer Leadership Committee where she's busy building an army of volunteer advocates. Credit Union Magazine recognized Peterson as a 2018 Credit Union rock star in a special issue sponsored by Fiserv. Congratulations on on being a rock star. Well, thank you. I was hoping you could just tell me a little bit, what was it like growing up on a ranch in South Dakota and what, what stands out from those years? I actually loved my childhood. Um, grew up on a ranch in western South Dakota, and we spent a lot of time. I had two sisters and a brother, and we as kids spent a lot of time riding horses and playing outside. Um, we worked hard. Um, I can remember growing up and starting early in age. At age eight, I remember um, cooking lunch or dinner at that time was what we called it for like tw- a 20-man hay crew. Wow. So there was always work to be done. You got up early, you did your chores, you <laughs> made sure that everything work-wise was done, and then we would always, my mom and dad would allow us in the afternoon to go off and play and ride horse and, and do fun things in the afternoon. And a big part of that was some of the fun things that we did were volunteering. We did a lot. We were very involved in, in um, 4-H and the stuff that went along with all of that volunteering for things with our church, volunteering for community things, and we loved it because by volunteering and getting out of the house, we actually got to go to town. So that's kind of where the love of volunteerism started. (laughs) (laughs) So what about ranch life sticks with you today, do you think? Obviously, the work ethic. (laughs) (laughs) That was something that... um, you hear that a lot with Midwesterners that they mm-hmm. love people love to hire Midwesterners because of the work ethic, and and that is something that um, that and something that my dad always said is you know measure twice and cut once. Just make sure that you do things right the first time. Very very much a big believer in that. Well, that's a good thing for your credit union. How did you uh, get involved in credit unions? In um, after we got, after my husband and I got married, Jay and I moved to Pickstown, South Dakota, and of course moved to a new area. So you want to go find a financial institution. And prior to that, we had been at a, a bank and 
didn't really know anything about credit unions and just had decided that to go find the financial institution and we were recommended to Fort Randall Federal Credit Union. And as I got to learn more about it, learned that it was actually a cooperative and growing up on a ranch with egg co-ops, um, we were very involved in the cooperative structure of and, and really believed in that as a family. So when we had the opportunity to join a credit union, it really started understanding what that was and, and how that worked. And then there was an opportunity that opened up um, several years after we moved to Pickstown, the manager position at Fort Randall opened. And so I applied and, and got that position. And from there, just really learned, obviously, you know, really dug in deep and, and found out more about what the what a credit union was and, and how they ran. And before that, I was really never involved with financial institutions working in them and just really um, loved working at the credit union, really got to know and understand and the whole people helping people uh, and, and really lived that mission at the credit union. And as a part of that, I um, when I was working at Fort Randall, um, I am a graduate of CUNA Management School as well, back in the late 90s, went through that program and really got to, that was an awesome program to really learn and understand and do a deep dive into that credit union's history, who we were, and then moving forward where we wanted to go. And so really appreciated um, CUNA's management school to help that credit union at a time when we were trying to figure out who we are. We had just gotten a um, community charter. And so, with, of course, with growing, there's a lot of times some pain that comes with that. And so, really, that, that whole five-year plan that we put together going forward for Fort Randall Credit Union was a great thing. It was um, very helpful to the credit union, very helpful to me in my career as well. How long were you a manager there? A little over uh, five years before. My husband works for um, U.S. Fish and Wildlife, and so in order for him to move up in his career, we were moving from wildlife refuge to wildlife refuge, and Mm. so that was one of the things is when he got a promotion, we would end up moving someplace else. And so that's what took us to Pickstown. And then after we left there, obviously, that's what brought us here to Aberdeen as well, too, was his job. And that's where you uh, became a board member then? Correct. Yes. How did how did that all come about? What What interested you in becoming a board member? Well, when we moved to Aberdeen, um, I had through our uh, credit union league in South Dakota, had gotten to know quite a few of the board members and other um, employees of all of the credit unions across the state. And Ron Feichert, who was a was the board chair of Aberdeen Federal at the time, worked in the same place at Presentation College that I worked for when we first moved to Aberdeen. And he just came up to me and said, hey, we have an opening. One of our board members is looking to retire and have an opening. And he knew me from that I had managed the credit union in, in Pickstown and, and just wanted to know if I was interested. And obviously, I had only 
been in Aberdeen for a couple of months. I think we moved in September and the board um, elections were in January. So I thought, well, (laughs) sure, I'll throw my hat, my name in the hat, but (laughs) nobody knows me. (laughs) But I think the experience as a manager of the credit union and, you know, I was able to get up and give a presentation at the board meeting of who I was and what I believed in and and uh, lo and behold I was elected onto the board that first year and am now in my 15th year on Aberdeen Federal Credit Union board. So what what keeps you going as a board member? What what do you like most about it? People helping people. I, I you know, I love the fact that we are here to help provide, and Aberdeen Federal Credit Union's mission is to provide pathways to for people's financial success. And I truly believe that. We are here to help them figure out what they need to do to help them in their life to make their life better. And, you know, if that, we do risk-based lending, which I think helps many people um, we provide savings. Aberdeen Federal Credit Union um, has, I think, one of the strengths of Aberdeen is that we have some very loyal members, and they get that we're there for them, that they're not just a number. And I know a lot of people in credit unions say that, but it really truly is a community at the credit union. What do you see as the biggest financial need for your members? The loans. You know, and mm-hmm. some of them are short-term loans um, or uh, small community. Um, you know, sometimes people just need that loan to get them through to next week or to fill their propane tank so they have heat. And, you know, being able to help that member when they're in a dire need, you know, or to purchase a vehicle to get to work so that they can support their family. And working with that um, member and understanding their need, and they may not have perfect credit, but I think counseling that member and helping them understand that, okay, yeah, you're in this spot now, but let's work moving forward and, and help them clean up their credit report. And, you know, we have a lot of success stories of members that love it in our board packet, our uh, president puts in thank you notes that he receives from members. And every month in our board packet, there's usually a thank you note from a member, thank you for helping me with this, or, you know, really appreciate what you've done. And so it really truly hits home that we are helping people. And, And that for me is a big reason why I truly love being on the board and helping. You know, I say I love working at Fort Randall, but I have found my passion being on the board at Aberdeen Federal. What do you think you bring to the board as a former credit union manager? That's kind of a, (laughs) some would say you don't want that. Um, I think it's been very good. I think I, I know that I have to be very careful that there's that line, right, that you cannot cross as a board member. Operations is the board president and the the vice presidents to take care of. You know, they need to take care of all of the details. But I think being a manager myself and going through CUNA management school, which helps some people take a bigger step back and look at the big picture as well, too, 
that has really helped me to understand, okay, yes, I can look at the big picture, but I know how much it takes in the details to get that work done. And you can be realistic, I think, in some respects to say, yes, you know, this is where we want to go. And I understand operationally a lot of what it takes to get there. What do you see as as one of your biggest challenges as a board member and, and how do you deal with that? I think to me, the biggest challenge as a board member today is staying up to date on new advancements, um, regulatory, technology. I think the regulations, obviously, they don't get less at all. It seems like there's always something different and new and, you know, staying on top of that so that we as board members are making the correct decisions that we're making sure that we're we're doing what's right for our members and for the credit union itself. Um, there's a lot of great things out there for education, um, just staying up on top of that, staying in, in line with other what other credit unions are doing, what other financials, uh, financial institutions are doing to make sure that you're competitive and offering what, you know, technology that and services and products that your members truly want and just staying abreast of all of that. So how do you how do you do that? Um, so you go to schools and conferences, and what what else do you do to stay on top of all the the new regulations and new technology and and all of that? Obviously, publications are great. You know, we do have our we have a daily email from our uh, the Credit Union Association of the Dakotas sends out a daily update that you know has five six articles. So that's a daily, daily thing, um, publications, credit union magazines, staying up to date on, on what's going on, you know, nationally and internationally. I, I do attend quite a few of our chapter meetings. We have some very good chapter meetings um, that the, our local credit unions put on. Um, and then I also attend some of the national. GAC is a great one to go to. Not only do you, you know, keep up on what's happening and advocacy as well as um, educationally. There's volunteer conferences that happen all throughout the year, both in-state and with our association as well as nationally with with CUNA. So you've been on the board for about 15 years now. Uh, what's one thing that you know now as a board member that you wish you knew when you first started out? Looking back, I guess it would be just making sure that as new board members come on, that you're giving them that, you know, the foot up, making sure that they have the the training and the knowledge and and the background so that they can help make those decisions and and be more, you know, more involved and and right away rather than, you know, you're elected to a three-year term, and by the time that, you know, you kind of get yourself acclimated in that first year or two, and then it's time to run again. So <laughs> I would say, you know, just making sure that everybody is on the same page and, and able to get the opportunities and have the education to be the best board member that they can be. What kind of training does your credit union offer new board members? We actually do. We have, obviously, the requirement that. Um, 
you receive the financial education right away. And then um, we do have a training uh, budget as well as a training policy that we have to attend so many training sessions. Obviously, BSA is required and the financial is required, but then above and beyond that, we um, require our board members to attend some of the chapter meetings there um, and or go to a national conference once a year so that they're able to do that networking. And we believe that that's one of the most important things is sometimes it's not necessarily what you know, but who you know. One of, we just started an associate board program and I had just been talking with um, somebody at a conference and and got some great information on this uh, associate board member program that they had used and so had really kind of just pulled together a couple of different ideas from other credit unions and and put together, helped put that program together for Aberdeen Federal. And we have been had a a, a huge success with it. Um, Our first associate board member was just elected this last cycle to the board. And so we're very, you know, very happy with how that's working. What advice would you offer other credit unions about putting together a a associate board member um, program? I think the biggest thing is, is that, you know, you as board members and as credit union staff members, you kind of need to take a step back and say, okay, who are we as a credit union and who on the board represents who we are? So you want to have a good mix of, you know, people who are business-minded, people who, you know, if you have a huge teacher population, do you have someone that's in the teaching profession on your board? Making sure that, you know, the people who you represent really truly are who we are. And then take a look at, okay, who do we know that are members that can help fulfill those roles? You know, specifically at Aberdeen Federal Credit Union, we wanted to make sure that, you know, we were getting the younger population represented. And so we strategically reached out to a couple of younger members to see if they were interested in the associate board position. Taking a look at um, making sure that, you know, are you representing and are you having the conversations about what your members want? And if you're all from the same background, you obviously can't represent your membership. And then making sure that those associate board members are involved and get the same type of training that your board members do. We treat our associate board members exactly the same as we do our board members. They sit at the table and have conversations. They just don't have a vote when we actually vote on something. But opinions, absolutely opinions count. Uh, I saw that you're also also on the CUNA Volunteer Leadership Committee. What are you working on there? What what's your role on that committee? On the uh, volunteer leadership committee right now, I am serving as vice chair, and this is a committee that was put together. Their mission is basically to promote the advocacy, board member advocacy, education, and succession planning. So it's kind of a three tier. We're looking to help CUNA determine what they can what um trainings they can provide, what things they can do for advocacy to help get volunteers more involved at the state, at the, you know, community level, at the national level. 
we truly believe um, on the VLC that the board members or volunteers are kind of an untapped resource. One of the projects that we're working on right now, which I'm really excited about, is something that uh, it's a program we call um, AVA, or the Army of Volunteer Advocates. And we're actually working with the state and uh, state associations and leagues on putting together each association, putting together their own, basically, and their own army of volunteers so that they know they can call upon these people. They're gathering information about each of the volunteers. And so if something would happen in the state where they need to go talk to a member of Congress or a local commission or something like that, that they know they've got people that they can call upon, people that are willing to get up and talk, that are, you know, educated and understand the issues that need to be discussed on the advocacy side. And so I'm really excited about um, pushing this program forward and getting more volunteers involved and, and understanding that I've always said an educated volunteer is a strong volunteer, and Congress people tend to listen to those. They're not paid advocates. They are a lot of them. You know, a lot of uh, board members are still volunteer board members and giving their time commitment to go to GAC or to your GACs that you have locally. When you brag about Aberdeen Federal Credit Union, what do you say? You know, Aberdeen Federal Credit Union is one of the larger credit unions in South Dakota, but it's still very small comparatively. <laughs> um, I, when when I brag about it, we are one of the stronger credit unions in the nation. Statistically, and you're talking to the accountant here, and so <laughs> I'm always looking at the <laughs> financial side of it. And so that's, you know, Aberdeen is a very stable, very financially viable credit union, but yet we always put the member first. And that's what I can brag about it is as a board, we are all truly on the same page and management that we have a filter that we run everything through. And, you know, as we're making decisions, the question is, will this benefit our members? And if the answer is no, then that's something that we push aside and say, no, that's not going to work for us. And so we truly are committed to making the lives of people better. And that's what I love about Aberdeen Federal. There's a lot of other credit unions in South Dakota that are, are doing the same thing. I think that comes from obviously just being South Dakota, you know, that we, if somebody's in need, we're always there to help out. And that's just kind of who we are as South Dakotans and who we are as Midwesterners. We make sure if something, if somebody needs help, that we jump in and pull our sleeves up and say, okay, what can we do to make it better? And Aberdeen Federal definitely is there to help the lives of others and, and help them promote what they want to do. So what do you do when you're not working as a board member? Um, busy person. Um, I uh, full-time work at Agtegra Cooperative, which is a grain and agronomy local co-op. Um, it is actually the largest local co-op in the United States. Um, I am their financial controller, so 
making sure all the financial statements and everything. And so full-time there. So when I'm not working at Agtegra or working on the board at Aberdeen Federal, um, still love to do stuff with my husband and family in the outdoors. We um, love to go on trips and take our razor, which is a side-by-side, and go off and go up into the mountains and ride around in the Black Hills and just do things outdoors, um, go for hikes, sit on my deck and listen to the meadowlark sing. Those are some of my favorite things to do. What's one thing people don't know about South Dakota? I think South Dakota is the state with a heart of gold. I really do. Um, we're small in population. We have a lot of of really good people. There's some awesome places to visit. You know, if a lot of people tend to go to the Black Hills and see the faces, but there are some really neat other things. Sioux Falls has the falls, has the um, actual waterfall in Sioux Falls, and it's really a cool place. There is um, Aberdeen is a, a neat place to go. There's all kinds of things to do in Aberdeen. We've got a storybook land, and so kids love to go there. Just all kinds of things all over the state for people to go and see and, and do. Yes, it gets a little cold in the winter times, but, you know, if you're a snowmobiler, that's a, a positive because then you've got snow. So <laughs> lots of things to do, and, and the people of South Dakota like I said, they have a heart of gold, and they would do anything for you if you really needed it. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. This podcast was sponsored by Midwest Loan Services a leading provider of mortgage loan subservicing. Learn more at MidwestLoanServices.com.